0: This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents. Chair Michael Maskell gave Cortez Currents an overview of how the Quadro Island Foundation came into being and what it's achieved during the year since it applied for charitable status. We started off with a vision. I was the executor of Hillary Stewart's estate. She left a considerable amount of money to the community. And in a way, the organizations weren't all that grateful because all of a sudden it showed them having a huge bank account which when they applied for grants it meant that they couldn't get grants so there was something wrong with this particularly from a quadra perspective where we want to try to do as much as we can so that started making me think well we need a foundation something that can hold money and provide it when necessary to various other organizations on quadra we had a meeting In March, with ICANN, which is the Climate Action Network for Quadra Island. It was the last public meeting before COVID shut things down. And we had, I don't know, 35 people there. We talked about various things we could do. I brought up the idea of a foundation. There were several people interested. And one of them said, okay, Michael, let's do it. So we started to meet a year ago from the summer in July. And... We put together a nonprofit society, had to develop a constitution, and we had to go along with the uh, Societies Act bylaws and adjust them to ourselves. That was pretty easy. In fact, we got instantaneous registration. We sent it in, and an email came back and said, thank you, you're registered, and everything's cool. So that was in August 2020. We brought three other people on. So there are five of us as directors. and. We are the only members of the foundation at this point. We got together and really went through what we had to do to register with the Canada Revenue Agency, CRA. In a way, they're giving away tax money, so they take it very seriously and they want the organization to be very clear on what its mandate is. We also spoke with the Glasswaters Foundation. They were helpful in guiding us to Charity's lawyer in Victoria, Margaret Mason, she just helped us through the process. We we had to pay $5,000 for that, but we were able to get funding from Jim Abram, our regional director for the Strathcona Regional District. We also linked in with the Campbell River Community Foundation, which is a really good organization and encompasses all of School District 72, of which Cortez is part. With the help of the lawyer, we basically set up a very simple purpose constitution for both our nonprofit society and for our foundation, which is basically just to help other charities on Quadra Island. Our thoughts were we want to help the people, the culture and the environment of Quadra Island. And we just left it at that. We felt that was broad and sort of gives us some direction. We applied in November a year ago. To the CRA for our charitable status, we got it certified in three months, which is just really incredibly quick for organizations I have talked to several people doing things like housing and other charities. And they've had to go back two or three times they've been working on it for a year and a half. We just got up and running. Our feeling is that we have a very simplistic constitution which means that we can raise money and property and things like that. But we can only disperse money to organizations that the CRA approves of. They're called qualified donees. I hadn't come across this word donees before, but they are people who accept donations from donors. So we got that last February. We started just sort of announcing to the community and we've been working on developing a website and doing that. We've also been in contact with the Community Foundations of Canada. It's an organization that has a really useful guidebook in terms of how to set things up. I sometimes shy away from these institutional guidebooks and things because they're just so institutionalized. I, I like the idea of us being in small communities where we go more organically in terms of making decisions at every point that are meaningful to us. And in the direction we want to go, I found that they were quite aware of that in their guidebook, and so it was kind of cool to do that and we received a certain amount of guidance and help from them in setting things up part of it is developing our policies, which we are putting on our website, which is probably going to come out, hopefully, by the end of the year. But we've had to go through that and talk about our objectives and how would we deal with receiving donations and handing out grants and who can be members and how do all these governance issues and financial issues and put it all together intellectually almost before we're doing it, which was a little top down to my way of thinking. I am also a director of the Coastal Community Credit Union, so I'm used to these sort of committees and Governance and issues like that. It's important in a lot of ways. So, basically, in the past year, we formed a nonprofit society. We've applied to the CRA to get our charitable status, which we have achieved, which allows us to write tax receipts. We've received about $36,000 in the past year for donations. About 10 of that came from other foundations like Glass Waters Foundation, SRD and also the Campbell River Community Foundation. They gave us $2,500, which was really helpful in just getting us going. It paid for the legal fees. It meant that we got things structured, and it's also paying for our website. These are sort of non-designated funds. In addition, we received about $10,000 of designated funds. The ICANN group wanted to put solar panels on our schools. So we've bought $10,000 worth of solar panels for the Quadra Elementary School. And now in order to do that, ICANN wasn't a registered charity. So how do we make them a donee? School districts are qualified donees. So we received the funds and then we donated the funds to School District 72 for the specific purpose of putting solar panels on the roof of our local school. And so... We sort of, it's a slightly circuitous way of doing it, but I think it adheres to CRA rules and we feel quite happy with that. It also points out to a role that the foundation can have, which is that of coordinating between various organizations. We have perhaps a dozen charities and organizations we can donate to according to CRA rules already in existence on Quadra. So if we can bring them together, That's a wonderful thing. You made another donation this year. We gave $2,000 to the Quadra Island Seniors Housing, which is a project that's, as you drive to the Campbell River Ferry through Quadra, you will see it just as you're in Kwatiaski Cove on the left-hand side. And they've done quite a nice job. There are 16 units there and mostly single people that are older and it's working really well. So, we were really happy to be part of that to make it happen. Okay. Our objective as a foundation is to raise money mainly through bequests. You know, people have earned large amounts of money just by owning real estate on Quadra, And we all love living on Quadra, probably in the same way you love living on Cortez and care for the community. And it's that sort of feeling of community and caring that we would like to encourage And so if people could just give, you know, 10% of their capital gain or something like that as a donation back to the community, we would be happy to hold that. We would invest that and each year we would make donations based on the returns we get from our investment. Right now we have $16,000 that have been donated by individuals to the foundation. That's the beginning of our endowment fund. We have also... Come across somebody who through we are very fortunate to have somebody who specializes in communications. And so she has put out a number of press releases. A number of people on Quadra have read them and phoned and just said, What's what's this all about? What are we doing? And somebody phoned and said they would like to make a bequest to us of their property in their will. Wow, that's pretty amazing. Well. <clears throat> It's not totally clear whether the foundation can own physical property. It says so in our constitution, which was approved by CRA. But we were talking to somebody at the community foundations last night even, and she was saying, no, you're not allowed to own property. Anyway, we have met with the owners of this property several times. And what we've actually done is coordinate with the Quadra Island Conservancy, which is another charitable organization on Quadra. They are allowed to hold covenants. And they also own a piece of land on Mort Lake, which 57 acre piece of land, the only private piece of property in the Mort Lake watershed. And we fought 30 years ago to keep that from the hands of developers and things like that when it came up for sale. It was sort of a big community fundraising thing that took three years to raise $200,000 to buy it. But we formed the Quadra Island Conservancy, which was maybe the second or third conservancy in British Columbia at that time, and. It can hold covenants on property, so we brought the Quadra Island Conservancy together with this landowner and certain things that you would like to achieve, we can develop covenants with that through the Quadra Island Conservancy. And if you make the donation to the Quadra Island Foundation, we will probably sell this property with the environmental co- covenants on it, to hopefully somebody who would appreciate your values because it's got covenants that go with the title of the property. So it's there forever. They have to be monitored and the Quadrant Conservancy would monitor them. We've just sort of facilitated this happening when this gets passed on to us, when these people pass on to their next realm we would sell the property and that money would come into our endowment fund, which would then provide proceeds and the Quadro Island Conservancy would monitor and make sure the covenants were upheld, such as no clear cutting protection of the little watershed and, and things like that in the wet uh, wetland areas. So there's a coordination function that the foundation has, which is to bring together these existing charities and work together where we can. So I sort of see us as an umbrella agency for a number of charities already in existence on Quadra. We are more than willing to hold funds for them, and you can have special sort of designated funds that go for certain purposes through another charity. We can hold the funds and distribute it to them. And in a sense, it doesn't show up in their bank account, so they can carry on applying for grants. This is the vision to make the people, the culture, and the environment of Quadra Island healthy and thrive. We've raised $35,000, $36,000 in the past year. We've started an endowment fund. We've helped put solar panels on the school. And that's where we are right now. You've been listening to an interview with Michael Maskell, board chair of the Quadra Island Foundation. This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents. Goodbye.